You're listening to The Luxury Item, the podcast on the business of luxury and the people and companies that are shaping the future of the luxury industry. Here's your host, Scott Kerr. Anthony Bourdain once said, travel changes you. As you move through this life and this world, you change things slightly. You leave marks behind, however small. And in return, life and travel leaves marks on you. Well, judging by the projected growth of the global luxury travel market, more travelers want to have these marks left on them. The global luxury travel market size is expected to reach $2.5 trillion U.S. dollars by 2025, expanding at a CAGR of 4.6%. This is driven primarily by the surge in disposable income and consumer spending of middle and upper class and growing demand for accumulation of travel memories. Even Airbnb is getting into the luxury travel space. And today's luxury travelers are more vocal about getting a deeper level of personalization and one-of-a-kind experiences. They just don't want restaurant reservations, but exact tables at in-demand hotspots as well as pre-ordering wine to accompany the meal. They're asking their advisor to book sessions with hairdressers, massage therapists, and even tattoo artists. They're also craving personalized local shopping experiences. Shopping has shifted from a trip accessory to a leading travel motivator. And one of the hottest new companies that is disrupting the way locals and international travelers shop is LookStyler. In a nutshell, LookStyler is a global platform that connects travel and fashion lovers with local stylists in the biggest shopping and fashion meccas around the world. And my guest today is the founder and CEO of LookStyler, Mariana Perkovic. Welcome, Mariana. Thank you for having me, Scott. You're very welcome. I'm so excited because... You're always traveling around the world, and I found this window of opportunity where you're actually in New York City, and I could bring you into the studio. And I think you once told me that um, you've been to over 100 countries. Uh, did you shop in every one of those 100 countries? Yeah, it's true. I've been to over 100 countries, and I've shopped in most of them. And if I haven't bought anything, at least I paid attention to the shopping districts when I travel. Oh, that's great. Well, Thank you for dropping into the studio to, to speak with me. So I'm really excited. We had, um, well, I had met you about six months ago. And, and when I found out more about your company, um, I think you, you were talking about it at a meeting. And then I went online to look more about it. I was just like, this is great. Um, this is, I see, you know, there's a huge gap in the marketplace. And um, so I was excited to, to, to meet you afterwards at, after that meeting and talk more about actually having you on the show. So I think it would be great. I, I sort of gave the about us kind of website description of LookStyler, but I, I would love to hear it from you to talk to um, our listeners about what it is, when you founded it, what motivated you to find it, what was that, what was that aha moment that you decided to do it, and um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so basically, I'm a real millennial, so I love to travel, I love to invest in experiences, and traveling is, of course, uh, the nicest experience you can have. So I started traveling, uh, I think, approximately 10 to 15 years ago, and I've been to all continents. And when I traveled, I just realized there is a huge potential in developing shopping capitals around the world because shopping is great in Europe. And I grew up close to Italy and shopping was always amazing. But when you travel to some other continents, the shopping experience is not that good or there is room to, for improvement. And shopping is, of course, amazing in New York. So I just saw 
that there's basically a huge potential in the market. So I developed Look Styler two years ago. It's a platform that connects international luxury shoppers and travelers with local fashion partners and travel partners. So what does that mean? Basically, there, there are many people who travel to shop. So we organize a shopping experience for them abroad. Because now the biggest trends in travel are all about experiences, shopping like a local, eating like a local. And this is what we organize for our travelers. So we basically connect them with local fashion stylists and we take them shopping. So we customize their shopping tours. We see which brands they like. We take them to either big brands or small and new independent designers, and we style them at the same time. We also take their pictures that can be shared on social media because you know that millennials and Gen Z love social media. <laughs> so uh, this is what we do for our customers, and this market is really growing. So uh, most of your customers uh, are, are millennials and, and Gen Z? It's also middle-aged people, yeah. yeah. And they, do you find that most of them are already world travelers or have traveled um, frequently around the world? Um, but looking, you know, as I mentioned before in the opener, that they're now that we're moving into more personalized experiences, you know, they've done all these things already, but now they're sort of taking it to a different level um, where they want the in, be the in, you know work with the insiders, if you will, to know yeah. where to shop, to know where to eat, and this is part of that whole shopping experience. Exactly. Yeah, most of our customers are celebrities or affluent people, middle-aged people, and they're teenage children. They usually already travel a lot, and as you said, they've done many things, so they're looking for new experiences. So there's families? I mean, do, do you yes. have families too? Yes, we have right. families too, like mothers, daughters. Right. They love to shop together abroad, so we offer a new experience in shopping for them are most of the uh are most of your your currently most of your uh, clients and customers from the u.s going to another country or you know uh, or vice versa or yes one's it's, coming to new york or some other it's mostly americans going abroad right. but we also have clients from asia so china india the middle east and brazilian customers so how does it work so say I'm going to um, I'm going to Paris, and there are a lot of meccas, shopping meccas around the world. But say I'm going to Paris, um, how do I connect with you? Because I know you launched an app um, recently, and so how would I connect to you? And I, I don't know where to go, but I found out about Look Styler, and so what do I do? So what's yeah, the, I, so on our app we have shopping information for 70 shopping capitals worldwide. So you can also find shopping information for Paris. You can also see which stylists we have in Paris. So how it works is that you would send us a request. You would tell us, uh, Mariana, I'm going to Paris in November. So we would basically talk to you, see what you like, which brands you usually buy. And then we would customize a shopping tour for you. It would be a half a day of shopping or a full day. And we would basically select stores for you based on your preferences, your budget. And then we would match you with the most appropriate uh, local stylist that would go shopping with you. So how do you, how do when you when you um, with your customer client that that is doing that how do you sort of get a a, a better understanding of their style um, do you ask them a lot of questions yeah. uh, is there is it just online or do you 
Do any of the stylists speak with them before they go there to really get a vibe of so they get the best experience when they do get there, that there is it's exactly what they want or even some surprise and delight things when they get there? Yeah. So we ask them a lot of questions where you can also do a video chat. We check their pictures, their style. Uh, we see very quickly what, what they want to buy. So they also tell us what they're interested in. Is it accessories, clothing? Right. Sometimes they want to buy art as well. So we, we ask a lot of questions and we do a video chat. Will the local stylist also recommend place to eat as well? And, yes. And so that's yeah. We can also bundle up the whole experience. So we can basically add even accommodation in a five-star hotel, a limousine with a driver. We've had that before. We can add a dining experience, even a helicopter ride, even a private jet if they're interested in that. Yeah. So how do you find these stylists? Because um, everybody claims they're a stylist. Um, okay, so how, how, you know, how, in the vetting process of finding a stylist, what, what constitutes a stylist that is good enough to work for a look styler? So we check their portfolios. We connect with our stylists through social media. So stylists are a very specific fashion community. They usually have styling degrees or just fashion design degrees, and they work as stylists. Now they usually work with magazines, on TV, with celebrities, and we basically commercialize their skills. Once we check their portfolio, we can see very quickly how good they are. So they're all vetted. So do you try to match those things too, where their specialties are and just how they work with people? Yes, sometimes they have a specific style, but right. usually very good stylists can really adapt to customers. Yeah. So they can do any style. But sometimes, you know, some are younger, some are older. We also have celebrity stylists, especially in certain cities like L.A., uh, London, New York, Mumbai in India, where there's like film industry. Right. So we we have different categories. It's mostly based on experience and age. Right. Are they also uh, social media influencers too? Do they have to be? Do they have to have a certain amount of followers on Instagram to be part of a style or that, you know? Some are, some are influencers, but they don't have to be. Usually, actually, they work in the background, like very good stylists. You usually wouldn't know their name, but they, right. are, they, they can be really amazing. Right. And you said before that you also tried, you know, some are asking for when they go locally to find independent designers, to find ones that haven't been discovered yet. Yeah, this is something that's very unique about our platform. We work with all the stores. So sometimes people are uh, like familiar with all the big brands and they want to discover something local. So we definitely work with local designers. And often people ask us for something unique, something they haven't seen before, they haven't bought before. So we really work as well with local designers and we curate those experiences as well yeah most of our listeners are uh in the marketing industry and, and working in luxury marketing um and i'm sure they're interested in you know do you capture data and if you do what you do with that data and how does that improve the experience the next time for your customers yeah we capture data and it's mostly used for the customers themselves so once we get to know them we can basically just follow them wherever they travel and we can offer the same kind of experience in other cities so we basically have stylists in new york la miami all over Europe, like Paris, Milan, but also if they go to Shanghai, mm -hmm. if we know them, we can also offer a very similar experience there 
or in India or even Australia or Cape Town. So basically, we primarily use the data to help them shop better in a much more targeted way and uh, with a stylist that suits them. So they basically buy better because some of these budgets of these shoppers can be very high. So it's much better for them if they buy something that really suits them. Do you ask them what their budget is when they when in the screening process, when they trying to connect with us, a stylist? what they're expecting to spend on the trip? Do you ask them we that? do. We do. Yeah. But sometimes we already see based on the brands they buy, like w- what the budget is going to be like. Nice. So if they only buy like Gucci and Dolce Gabbana and Rolex, we know where the budget is going to be. Right. So we, we basically ask them about the brands they like, and that right. gives us a perception of their budgets. So right. Usually they're all high net worth individuals. Yeah. Like what are some, what are some of the things that local stylists and these personal shoppers do to make make a bigger impact on on the shoppers that perhaps things that they're not even on the itinerary ones where they're there and oh this was not even I didn't expect this to happen Um, and does something that these local stylists sort of has on their itinerary secretly and sort of to, to give that experience a better experience than they thought. Yeah, basically our stylists are local experts and we can always personalize the shopping tours. Even on the day of the shopping itself, our customers can always say to the stylist, oh, now I want to buy something else. And these stylists are actually local experts that can provide that advice just on the spot. And basically it this provides a much better experience. They also usually know all the brands, all the local stores. So they can just basically give a very very ad hoc, uh, great response and yeah, offer, offer better advice. Do you have any kind of extreme requests from the shoppers where, where the stylist would contact you after and said, couldn't you believe that they asked me, they asked us to do this or they asked me to go here and do this. Something that's didn't was completely unexpected request from, from the shopper that just maybe seemed a little bizarre. We haven't had any extreme requests. No, sometimes they ask for, they want to do their hair and makeup as well, dining experience, but they're all very crazy, nothing crazy so far, (laughs) so far, but you know, knowing travelers and, you know, wanting more personalized experience, who knows what the the future will bring for these uh, extreme requests. True. You know, it seems like the uh, luxury travelers becoming more segmented and every time you look Look at, you know, look at a travel publication or online, you know, you're reading about these, this transformational travel, you know, the experience empowers them to achieve some sort of a life changing personal fulfillment. You hear about this conscious travel, I think is, is another thing now um, where travelers want to know in some way that their, their travel is connected to their personal value system, like sustainability, you know, the instatorism. Now, where they just want to go to destinations and vacation places based on how Instagrammable it is. So you're hearing these different segments come up. And it seems to me this is another segment, the fashion tourism segment. Mm -hmm. That seems to be growing and, and, and big and, you know, what, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, definitely. Like fashion tourism segment is growing, especially in certain destinations like Italy and France, because most of the luxury brands are Italian and French, but also like in the UK, New York. So there are certain countries which are really top destinations for fashion tourism. And on the other hand, there's a lot of luxury shoppers that would just travel to shop because plane tickets have gotten cheaper and it's so much easier to travel. And basically people are seeking new experiences and also they want to buy something they cannot buy at home. And this is, this is really a growing market, especially for China. So for the Chinese consumers, um, they really love traveling abroad to shop. 
Yeah. So I guess while we're talking about Chinese travelers, you know, they're creating this huge opportunity right now in the travel market. You know, and uh, I was reading somewhere that overseas consumption accounts for about half of all spending by Chinese travelers. What are some of the trends and insights that you're seeing with Chinese travelers and how they're spending their money? Yeah, basically, so the luxury segment in China is really growing. And that wasn't the case maybe 10 to 20 years ago. But now luxury is really booming in China. And the Chinese travelers are actually expected to disrupt the airline industry as much as the invention of commercial flying did like decades ago. Mm -hmm. So they do love to travel and shop and they usually have very high budgets. And also they would also travel in groups. They like to travel in groups. They like to travel with their family. And uh, they have certain favorite destinations. Which are what? Which are the biggest? Paris. Paris, Paris Milan. Uh, also New York. They love Dubai. So I think Dubai is a new destination right. for the Chinese. So basically, the trends we see is that the luxury is really growing. And I just I went to China in May. And I spoke with many local luxury travel agents who told me the same thing, that luxury is really on the rise. Yeah. And also, they are very much influenced by uh, social media. So the Chinese love to post online. They love live web streaming. And they are influenced by influencers, basically. Yeah. Has LookStyler worked with any... Um, of the Chinese influencers, because like you said, you know, influencers are very big over there. Um, have they worked directly with any of the influencers there who are using your services when they're traveling? Yeah, we actually just got connected with one influencer and we are looking to tap into that market. So everything is different in China. Right. Like all the social media channels are different right. and China is a very particular market. So we do have now our local social media channels there and we are connecting ourselves with local influencers because this is how the Chinese shop. Right. They're very, very much under like the influence of these celebrities and people that post online. Right. And they love videos as well. With so many uh, influencers in China, when you have some customers that do want to go to China to go to China to shop, I would imagine there's a, a, a larger pool of influencers and stylists for them to work with. And even micro influencers there are not really micro, you know, yeah. are are, are even bigger than you know influencers, micro influencers here. So, um, how do you how do you vet that with so many influencers in a, in the in, in the Chinese market? Yeah, basically, we work with local partners. So we have partners in travel and fashion that help us with that, kind of like choose who is really relevant and who is not. But actually, part of our project is discovering new destinations. So it's not just shopping in the traditional markets, but we also want to develop shopping in new capitals like Shanghai. Right. I personally love Shanghai and shopping there is amazing. Or Hong Kong or maybe Mumbai in India, because India is also really growing in fashion. Right. Right. So part of our project is developing new shopping destinations, yes. So how does social media play uh, a role in your strategy? I know you, you work with stylists who are on social media, and obviously you have customers that are on social media. About What about you personally? How do you get the look styler brand out there using social media? So we are on Facebook, Instagram. We use YouTube uh, for our promotion. And then in certain markets, as I said, like in China, we would uh, use local social media channels. And we definitely in the future want to work more with celebrity stylists and influencers that will promote our services. Right. You know, you said that most of, you know, or a lot of your customers are millennials and you do have different age segments. Like, for our listeners who do want to target millennials, um, 
some of the learning that you've had? Like, what are some of the essentials that you see when working with uh, millennial luxury travelers um, versus some of the older travelers? What are some of the things that they should know? Some tips and, you know, yeah. do anything. So I think millennials, we are very digital. So uh, we basically grew up uh, with the internet. And uh, if we didn't grow up with it, we basically got to know it in the last 10, 20 years. And uh, so we are very digital savvy. Uh, we use the internet a lot. Uh, we also, we are very demanding, especially in the luxury segment. We want to have a personalized service, very curated. Um, I don't know what you've, I mean, you've probably seen what happened with Thomas Cook recently. Yeah. They mm -hmm. went bankrupt. Yes. So basically the era of this, you know, prepackaged uh, holidays is basically over because millennials, they want a very personalized experience. They can also buy a lot of things online, book their own trips. And then once they're in a country, they really want to assimilate themselves with the locals. So they really want to experience the country in a very authentic way. Um, see how people live and just experience everything like them. So I think millennials and Gen Z generations, they are much more about this, like yeah. local experience, being authentic, being sustainable. As you said, that's very important for millennials. And uh, yeah, basically this is part of the travel experience yeah. as well. So the bar is set really high now, higher yeah. than ever. Yes. Because they're, because they know so much, millennials know so much about the market and everything yeah. going in, you know, they could probably tell them more than they, exactly, they know. Yeah. So the, like you said, the, you know, the bar is really set high. But what about some of the older, you know, older generation, um, when it comes to luxury travel, what are their expectations that you've seen that are, that, that are different than, than millennials? I think they're just very demanding. Yeah. I think, yeah, that's like, that's a general kind of, a, yeah, they just want uh, like this concierge service. Right. And I think the better VIP service you can offer, um, I mean, the, the faster you can grow. So I think this kind of VIP concierge, everything on demand, you know, private chef on demand, private stylist, uh, that you come to their house, that everything is just has to be, I think, very convenient for them. Right. Very and easy. Very easy for them. Um, I remember look, I was looking at your site. I think there's a section that you have, um, are they I couldn't remember whether you call them tours or prepackaged. I think they're prepackaged tours for all different um, cities around the world. Is that what they are? They're, they're yeah. prepackaged things. Yeah. So we offer shopping tours. Shopping tours. Yeah. Right. So basically, some are already kind of designed, but right. we can always customize. Okay. So let's say we have a Coco Chanel tour in Paris. Right. right. What's so, in a Coco Chanel tour? So you would basically go to the Chanel store and discover Paris like Coco Chanel. So basically, <laughs> we would just walk you down those streets of Paris. Like a walking tour. Yeah, usually right. these are walking tours right. and uh, you would have a French stylist right. describe the history of French fashion. And um, so, for example, this is one of the tours. So we, we have tours that are kind of already pre-designed, mm -hmm. but we can always customize them. And it's in basically in 70 cities. Right. In uh, London, too, do you have like yeah. a high street tour as well, yes. possibly. Yeah, we always target like all the bigger shopping districts, right. but then we can always work with local designers too. Yeah. And we always ask local stylists to help us design the tours. That's why we have these local fashion experts help right. us design the tours. Are those usually the pre-packaged tour, shopping tours that are, uh, you could they're a little flexible. Are those usually more expensive than ones where they sort of you're building? They're asking you to build it from scratch. No, it's actually the price is the same. It's price yeah, is the same. Yeah, thing. exactly. We just give people an idea of how right, the tour right. looks like, Got so they it. understand. But then we always customize. Yeah. So you were saying before, I think you said celebrities do use 
look styler? Yes, yeah. yes. We've can had you, can some. Can you drop any names? So, no. Are they celebrities, U.S. celebrities, U.S. based? U.S. and foreign celebrities. Yeah. yeah, we have a few celebrities, but I would I would have mentioned their names. Now. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to get any in trouble. So, what are some of the in- other interesting things that you've learned about today's luxury traveler? I know you talk, talk about millennials. Um, you're talking about some of the older generation, some of the different there, but just you know some overall things that you've learned since traveling yourself and launching Look Styler, things that you didn't realize about the luxury traveler that that sort of educated you on 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 this that were kind of surprising to you. I would definitely say um, there's this rise of new destinations. So basically, luxury travelers nowadays they want to go to new places. Like where? So I think this is a new shift. Well, I would say, for example, as we spoke about Shanghai, mm-hmm. Shanghai in China, or for example, I think Mumbai in India is a very hot destination. It's one of my favorite cities. Mm-hmm. It's on the beach. There's palm trees, you know, rooftop bars. I think Mumbai is a city that could really develop in the future. And I think we're going to be seeing the rise of these new destinations. Uh, also, like um, Cape Town, maybe like Doha in Qatar mm-hmm. is a very nice city for shopping. Um, Sao Paulo in Brazil, uh, Mexico City. Right. Mexico City has really developed in, in like the recent 10 years. So there's there's certain cities that are becoming new shopping destinations. Anything in Eastern Europe or... Eastern Europe as well, Um, like Kiev is a beautiful city, for example, Mm -hmm. Uh, Russia, yeah, Moscow, St. Petersburg. Uh, but also, uh, well, I'm from Slovenia, you know, Slovenia yes, is developing Ljubljana. Yes. And, um, there's, there's other shopping capitals that, that are on the rise now. And this is, I think this is also disruptive to traditional shopping, shopping cities that we know of. So you've shopped at over a hundred countries worldwide. So. What are your favorite personal destinations? Yeah, I think it's just the ones I've mentioned right now. Maybe that's also everyone. Yeah. <laughs> that's all the destination. That's every destination is your favorite. Yeah, wherever there's place to shop is exactly. my favorite. Exactly. Well, I love. I mean, I love Paris, of course. Paris, New York. I think LA is actually an amazing destination. We have a lot of celebrity stylists in LA, so because of the big movie industry there, um, I of course love Italy. Barcelona is an amazing city for shopping, uh, and all the ones I've mentioned before. Where Even you... Dubai, for example. So, how big are your closets? <laughs> yeah, very big, very big. <laughs> when you've shopped everything. in over 100 countries, I hope you have some place to put everything. Yes, I do have a huge wardrobe, and it's it's too small for me. I'm I'm dreaming of a big house with a walking wardrobe. <laughs> uh, so. The final question, which is the the luxury item question, which I ask all my guests, is if you were stranded on a desert island and you had, you know, one single luxury item that you can take with you on this desert island, it can't be any form of transportation, no mobile service. Someone said an iPhone last time and I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to have to take the mobile service thing out of this. So what is that one single luxury item you would like to have on that desert island? I think I would definitely choose champagne because if I'm stranded, I might as well enjoy it. <laughs> uh, that's a good answer. That's a good answer. So, you know, I opened up with an Anthony Bourdain quote. I think I'm, I'm going to close with an Anthony Bourdain quote and one that I think you could probably make your own. Um, and so Anthony Bourdain once said, drink heavily with the locals whenever possible. So for you, I think your quote would be shop heavily with local stylists 
whenever possible. True. That sounds good. Yeah. Uh, Mariana, thank or dr- you. Or well, drink uh, champagne. Drink champagne. Uh, drink champagne. <laughs> <laughs> Mariana, thank you so much for coming in. Uh, thank you, It's very informative. I've, uh, I really appreciate it. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, thank you so much for having me. And that's it for another episode of The Luxury Item. I'm your host, Scott Kerr. Thank you so much for listening. You can subscribe to The Luxury Item at Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time.